Welcome to Why Though. We're your hosts, Tiffany Bloom and Ashley Abercrombie. We land somewhere in between Mother Teresa and Biggie Smalls, and we're just wondering, why though? We all have questions, from our existential crisis curiosities to our, hey girl, why your eyebrows look so good though? And we want to tackle all of those questions with you. Welcome back to Why Though. Here we are, people. Get them Santa pants because Thanksgiving is around the corner. Here we go. I know. And Ashley, I have to tell you, I have a big fat plan to make this kale salad with delicata squash with goat cheese and Mm. like a limey lemon vinaigrette. A dear friend, Lisa, made it for me at a Friendsgiving last week. And now I'm like, well... Sometimes I show up at the Thanksgiving table and I have not cooked the food and it is I'm I'm not gonna lie, Ashley, I don't wanna eat it. I don't wanna eat it actually. <laughs> so I know if I bring this kale salad, I'll be excited to eat my salad. For sure. I grew up in going to one of my grandma's house on Christmas Eve and my mom would be like, Listen, the only thing you can eat here is it was a great grandma grandfather's house, excuse me, but we would go with my grandma and grandpa. And my mom was like, The only thing you can eat at this place is the things that I made or your grandma made or that KFC <laughs> bucket of chicken. She's like, Do you understand me? <laughs> She's like, I don't want you these people could have cigarette ash in the food. Like she is oh so funny. So when we go to certain family members' houses, she just like this or friends' houses, like that was the rule like these are the things you can eat these are the things you don't want to (laughs) eat oh my goodness this is no way are you being serious right now oh i'm serious there was a a no fly list at thanksgiving for sure no christmas and thanksgiving anywhere because mom's (laughs) like listen she was very concerned she's a nurse very concerned about hygiene she's like people are are not that clean they do dirty things in their kitchen their kitchen is not clean so here's how you need to manage your life you know what i mean so she taught me about potlucks and you know all the things early on here's what you need to look for here's what not to look for so i respect your i'm not going to eat that at your house vibes is all i'm trying to say i I know (laughs) i sound so bougie but i just have to be honest with y'all you need to know that i like the nicest thing i'll say about something is like oh that's not bad like that's my the best you're gonna get from me Mm. Okay, I we brief I'm not going to overlook this, but you did mention that there was a bucket of KFC chicken. Would you for like sure. to elaborate on this? Is this oh, a thing? Oh, absolutely. I'm what? Yes. For the people who don't cook, you just run through the drive-through. It might be KFC, it might be Church's chicken, it might whatever it is cuz you just need some biscuit. It might be some fried shrimp from Mayflower. <gasps> like it could be anything, but you're like, "Look, I don't cook anything. I'm not going to cook anything." So, here's my contribution. And I've never seen anybody at a potluck not eat up all the fried chicken in the bucket. Yeah. Even if you're bougie and you're like, I'm not going to eat that in real life. If it's sitting there in the bucket, people eat it. (laughs) That's the thing. If it's in the bucket, people eat it. I'm, I'm here for that. I just, I don't know. I've had, we've all had too many casseroles, people. I want something different. And right now that looks like a KFC bucket of chicken. Like you said, it's Mm -hmm. not something I would pick in my real life, but if Mm -hmm. it was sitting there Mm -hmm. amid options of casseroles, I'm going to go for the fried chicken. Yes. I'm going to do it. 100%. Yeah, okay. I'm here for it. I'm here Me for the too. fried chicken. It's good. You know what? I mean, you you and I are on the same page with this, but we're not turkey people, y'all. At we all. don't we don't hang with even if it's like smoked, Mm-mm. you know, roasted upside down so all the Mm-mm. fat falls to the beer breast. Battered. We're still not we Yeah, beer. beer battered. Mm-mm. Wait, what? You beer battered? What's, the you stories know, you come with around oh, food listen, are just so good. Grown up in the South, <laughs> Tiffany, listen, you put the beer in the turkey fryer. And then you put Mm-mm. it in the you drop that turkey right in that little beer fry 
and it does make the bird more moist, but it's still a turkey. I mean, you like, can dress I it take up, some calcium but it's still a dry just white talking bird. about it. Calcium chews, just talking about this. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want a green juice just hearing you talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> but fried chicken from KFC is okay. <laughs> no, I'm here for it. Oh, I, okay. But you know, I like, I guys, I love fried chicken. Like, we'll go to like a posh restaurant and I'm like, okay, let's get all the fancy food, the foie gras, and then let's get their fancy fried chicken sandwich because it has Bam. kimchi on it or whatever. Because I'm like, right. no, be bougie, but be fried chicken. Yeah. <laughs> I need it. I, I need agree. it in my life. I'm with Is there you. any particular thing you will never touch besides the turkey? I need to know. Yeah, there's a lot of things. Um, if it wiggles, I'm not going to eat it. If it wiggles and has fruit bits in it, I'm not eating it. Oh, gross. That. Not here for that. Um, or if it has marshmallows on it, I can't do that. I can totally do um, sweet potatoes with marshmallows on top at 100%. As long as they're like melted down and, and nice and toasty. But when they're just white marshmallows, that's gross. Um, you know, I don't eat a lot of vegetables at Thanksgiving because in at least where I'm from, I don't know if this is true for you, but they're usually like buried in something else. So like cream sauce or something. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So none of that. No casserole. It's a gut type bomb. Things. It, it's oh, a gut and bomb. it's just and it doesn't even taste good. It's like, am I, no, it does not. if I'm going to spend my energy, it's not here. Actually, you need to know that not only will I not eat jiggly things, I will also not partake in... I mean, whatever, it's neither here nor there, but I don't love gravy. And I know that's like a mm. that's like a staple to the Thanksgiving meal. Well, especially like the thick, weedy Ugh. onion flavor. I can't but I don't even like biscuits and gravy. So I'm maybe not like Right. Yeah, I'm not so even So I don't do gravy either if that's helpful, except for a good dirty sausage gravy okay. on top of a biscuit. That's really the only kind I like. So same for me. You're not going to catch me adding turkey to the dressing. I mean, yeah. gravy to the dressing mm -hmm. or putting gravy on anything at Thanksgiving. I'm the same way. I'm like, it should only be on a biscuit. And if it does not have sausage, I don't know what we're doing here. You know what? I've never been willing to even try it with sausage because I'm so anti-gravy. But maybe I need to like change your mind. Yes. It might. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm here for the sausage. Give me mm -hmm. the meat. Oh, speaking of sausage, give me some sausage and some stuffing. Like a yes, really. Yes, that's how we make don't it. Don't dry it out. Mm -mm. Tons of sage. Yes. Tons of thyme. Yes. Oh, yeah. There's no other maybe way Maybe a to wheat eat bread. It. Maybe like a real thick roast. Oh, so good. So good. Delicious. I just want to say, listeners, and you probably know this by now, but I would not be making any of these foods. I would just be eating them and mm. judging them. I'll just well, judge all day long. Listen, Brene Brown, I was just reading about her this morning talking about how you can't be a critic. You know, you got to, you got to, you can't criticize the people who are down in the arena, Tiffany, now. So, oh, I will this criticize. Is and I will have a little, I'll have a little whiteboard <laughs> judging them number by number of what they're making to eat. And I know who I am. This is who I am. Yes. I'm very aware of how judgmental this is when it comes to food. You guys, I can't help it. This is my weakness. This is my area. It's not, I'm not proud of it. I'm not proud of it. No one said I was proud. I'm just saying. You should be proud of it. Did you guys know that in a former life, Tiffany was a food critic? Like she used to write Real articles Trump. and True food, story. food stuff. Story. So tell us about that time because this is fascinating. Oh, well, y'all. I was like, hmm, if I could write about anything, what could I write about? And I'm like, well, I love to eat, so let's start there. Mm -hmm. And I approached a, a magazine publisher who published three various titles, and I said, I would love for you to consider me as a food writer. And so I brought some previously published pieces, and they totally caught the vision of what I wanted to do. And so I did restaurant reviews. I um, 
I mean, everything from the international district to the best brunch places to you. I mean, I ate, I ate, and I ate, and I ate some more. And you guys, I was getting paid to eat. Mm-hmm. I was getting paid to eat like and review and judge other people's food. Mm-hmm. And then uh, after that, it it really, I mean, I fell into publishing, and then that took up all my time after mm-hmm. that with the writing. But I still love it. I still love all things food writing. My the great I mean Ashley knows this, but food memoirs are my thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love it. Actually just want to give a little shout out. Ruth Reichel saved me the plums. She was an editor at Condé Nast Bon um oh goodness. A Condé Nast magazine. And all about food. And it was just so 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 good. So anyway, food memoirs, totally my thing. All things food writing. Mm-hmm. I mean there's only so many ways you can describe eggs, but but I'm gonna try. Like I will right. find a way. I love it was, that. It was glorious. It was some glorious days. Okay, one more thing. Ashley, I don't know if I've ever told you this, but there were these pop-up dinners, like secret. It was called the Secret Sauce Society, and you never knew where it was going to be, and it was these fine dining chefs that would get together, and you would buy – the ticket was like $150, and you'd buy the ticket, and you wouldn't even know where to show up until like – two hours before and it would be some random location and they would do it in like an abandoned building and then there would be this like glorious candlelit table for 20 set before you and it would be 10 courses brought out one after the other and it was it was just fabulous and I got to cover one of those so not only did I get to eat for free (laughs) and a photographer came with me and did all the the hard work and then I just got to write about it later. It was a, it was, it was good days. Good days. I love that. They do this for music also. So far sounds and Ooh. you can just sort of like get on a list and then get invited to these different places. And you never know, like you could, it could just be like a local artist who just happens to be incredible. And you're sitting in someone's living room or on a rooftop, or it could be John Legend. Like you just <gasps> don't know. What? Yeah. What? It's so, so I think these ideas that pop up. You know, this is the beauty of living in a time where technology is innovating constantly in a way that we can't keep up and mostly are sick of. But there's still like these types of things, if you're cool enough to know about them, which mostly I'm not. But if you're cool enough to know about them, these are incredible opportunities for humans. It really is. Like this is nuts that you could do that. Like have potential to sit with like a 10 course meal with a chef and some rando strangers or here. Oh, you know, I love strangers. I was living my best life with all the strangers. That sounds like a, a divine torture to me, unless I'm able to like serve or be hospitable. I'm like, please don't just like, can we not hang out like this? We don't know each other. Oh, I'm like, tell me about your lighter traumas. Where, where'd you grow up? What did you do? Are your parents addicted to anything? Tell me, what is your, what's your life story? <laughs> yep. Nope. Were you bullied as a child? I want to know. <laughs> I mean, I enjoy those conversations, but in a ministry context, probably only mm. if we're just out for dinner, I'm like, please listen, the world is traumatic enough. Can I not? <laughs> hear about your life you are a stranger that's, that's the thing about these that's the thing about these like 10 course dinners girl it's like three and a half four hours right so you're, like, you're gonna go deep you uh, no you know, i'm like well tell me your life story here we are we're we're stuck in these chairs next to each other right. eating foie gras so i'm just gonna hear it all right and, and never see you again probably but there you yep. go i'm here for it i'm Listen. here for it but let's be real holidays y'all we're about to really uh, scrub up our uh, social skills when mm-hmm. we have to go be with Uncle Carl and Aunt Aunt Judy at the holiday table. Maybe maybe we need to come come with some questions ready that aren't related to politics, the world being on fire. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> especially if we're not eating her um, 
her jello marshmallow fruit bit. Mold. Right. She's already offended. Judy. She's so, so offended. You know, it's going to be hard for you. You just have to get it. I can teach you all, all the tricks about getting food and pushing it around on your plate. And then, you know, pretending like you ate it and throwing your plate away before anyone notices. I am literally the queen of this. I don't think you guys understand that this is an art form and it is divine. And I've been doing it since daycare. And I am so <laughs> thrilled. If you'd like some tips, you can reach out to me. I'm not on social media right now, but please feel free to shoot me an email and I will give you my push around the plate tips. You You're can welcome. email her at hello at Ashley Abercrombie. I'm joking. <laughs> you really can't send me an email about this. I will take a few photos and show you some remarkable skills. <laughs> this feels like a great YouTube tutorial. I'm just saying. Honestly, it might make it on the real section sometime in December. Like, you know what? It could be on the grid. It could be on the top nine. You never know. People need to know. How do, how, do I t how do I not offend Aunt Judy by pushing my food around on the plate? We could do this. Oh, do you like have an internal timer? Like when you show up at a holiday thing, do you're Always. like, I will be here for two hours. Or do you like just see where the wind blows you? Okay, so my ammo, and this is part of how I survive life in general. This Tell is not even just. Secrets. Yes. Secrets. This is for sure not just at holidays, but. Um, I'm on time for most things, but at the same time, if it's a social event, I will be coming an hour late and I will be leaving an hour early. That is just how I do things. If I stay a long time, it turns out that I really love you. If I have you over for dinner at my house also means that I really love you because I can't control when you leave. Although I, I have been <laughs> yes, known to in, in a way, but I don't, I personally don't like being that way. Like mm. I, I, I would tend to just let people sit in my backyard for hours, even though I'm exhausted and have to get up with the baby in the morning at 6am. <gasps> so I don't always have the capacity in my own home to be like, Hey, get out of my house. But I will get up and start doing dishes to like, let everybody know it's time to wrap up. No, not but even yeah. like, Oh, thanks so much for coming. Oh, it doesn't, it doesn't work on people, not in LA and not in New York. That That's oh. like, oh, thank you so much. And we just dive into the next thing. Like, Oh, they, it's because it I give them the crazy work. eye while I do it. No, I make it, I'll be like, oh, thanks so much for coming. And I'll literally start walking to the door, Ashley. Well, I don't walk to the door, <laughs> but I, I'm telling you, I put down some very clear signals and people, okay. <gasps> is it all my pastor years? I, maybe it's it is. Gotta be. Like, it's something where people just feel like, no, I don't. I, I recognize that you're trying to give your children a bath and put them to bed and that there are three <gasps> of them, but I'm going to be here when you get what? done. You know what I mean? Like, what? this is how it is. We just had oh. a group over on Saturday night and they were maybe the most respectful group ever. Like, they just, they saw, like, okay. They read your cues? They did. And Cody's too. And, you know, they were probably all ready to go anyway, but we had a, just a lovely dinner outside hanging out. And then it was like, it's time to go. And everybody knows we're going to hug each other and go. And there wasn't like the, hey, we're going to say goodbye 10 times on the mm -hmm. way out and then at the car, you know, which is a, a total thing and has been a thing all my life. So is this nice. a Southern thing? The it Southern hospitality southern in you? Yes, they do. Cause I'm they, like, get out my house. I love yeah, you so much. It you absolutely somewhere is. Else. Yes. Okay. Cause if I brought you into my home, I'm like, come rest, put your feet up, feel peace, oh. like sit down, you know, but also, yeah. So that's why with the social things, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to come an hour late. I'm going to leave an hour early and I'm going to bring a nice gift or a nice food thing mm -hmm. and it'll be great. But yeah, I can't, I can't handle it. Y'all, I'm not good at small talk. I don't want to do it. Um, yeah. So that's, that's how I survive. Okay. So people, I, I do love to host as Ashley does. We're both, I mean, if you need to ever understand our love for hosting, go back a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. We have a whole episode on cheese boards. Mm -hmm. Ashley has like her PhD. I went to community college cheese board, but we both are here now and we love, we love loving people in a hospitable fashion. It's yes. totally in our blood. We love it. Yep. 
However, I, I also will say, yeah, I, I like to come early just because I know, no, not early, excuse me, never, never. I'll come on time because I want, I'm like, got an internal 90 minute to two hour time Mm -hmm. limit. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. We have kids, Ashley. We have a built in excuse. Oh, we got to go. Yeah. Get up early. The babysitter thing is real too when you're going somewhere else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like actually, this... I do only have a sitter for X amount of time. <laughs> yeah, if I, I don't know. Would you? Are you in the season of life? I don't know that I would pay money to go spend time with other people. I'd pay money to go on a date with just my husband, but mm-hmm. I don't know that I'd pay money to go out with unless I like really like. <laughs> Yeah, you know, no, I I feel that because it's so expensive. Like I I remember writing about this in my first book. It's like you try to go anywhere. You already are spending $100 to $150 on babysitting. And then you've got to like spend money to do gifts or to bring a bottle of wine or whatever Mm -hmm. you're taking with you. And then your time, obviously. And you don't even if it's a party, it's not even quality time. Right. Um, And I'm not even a quality time person saying this. So I think that yeah, I I will from time to time for like a special celebratory thing that just makes sense. But I'm absolutely with you. Usually what happens if both Cody and I are invited, we decide which one of us is going to go on yeah. behalf of the Abercrombies and the other yeah. one's going to stay with the kids. So that tip, typically is how we mm-hmm. do it. And then we do receive paid babysitting for either work or for, you know, a date. Exactly. 100% in the same boat. I like that. Send one person on behalf. Because mm-hmm. I'll just be like, oh, we're not going. Because <laughs> we're yes. both not going. And so that's a good we idea. Do that. yeah, that's a good idea. We do that. People, here's what we need to get from this. We understand the holidays are crazy. But guess what? You get to do what you want to do. Why? Because you're grown. Mm-hmm. Because you're grown. And yes. you, know, you can be nice about it. You don't have to be like me and no. kick people out of your house. You can be like Ashley <laughs> and gently nudge them. And they can watch you go bathe your child. Well, not literally. But they can see no. you go do your thing. But we love people. But yeah, you mm-hmm. got to have limits on it. You know what you can handle. That's you know right. what you can handle. Okay. I feel like we need to talk about the right gifts to bring though because I – I feel like I've learned the hard way, like, wait, I need to have something in my hand when I walk in the door. Because I always love when somebody walks in with, like, even, like, a little succulent or, a, you know, a bottle of champagne or something. And I feel like I'm not the best at this. Mm-hmm. But recently, I have stocked a closet full of, like, little hostess gifts to mm-hmm. something I got at Costco in bulk or something like that. <laughs> no, I'm for real. And it's so handy. I just think... It's, it's the sweet little things. Y'all, we have so little in this life. Totally. <laughs> we got to savor those little things. I just I the agree. intention. Yes. Someone feels seen. Someone feels known. I, I agree with it. you. If I don't know you very well, I'll always ask, like, is it okay to bring a bottle of wine? Because just in case someone at the party or the person themselves is in recovery. So mm, I'll always ask good. a very specific question about that. Candles, I find, are probably the most safe thing. Candles oh, and flowers. So you could, you know, and Magnolia, if you're on a budget, like Magnolia at Target has their candles smell amazing. And they have the amazing. little ones. Yeah. And they're like not between nine and, you know, $12 for the small one. And it's nice. It smells great. Flowers are always an option. Trader Joe's. We keep vases in bulk. Like I just have a crap ton of them. 
um, from the Hobby Lobby or wherever I get them. And then if I'm going over to someone's house, I can make an arrangement or I can just wrap it in some round paper or I can just bring the one I bought. So it depends on what kind of margin or capacity I have. But those are like my three go-to items when I'm going to someone's house. (laughs) Real talk, y'all flowers. Think about that. When you open the door and somebody's brought you flowers and just like she said, that can be, I have got it down to $6. The $5 spray roses at Trader Joe's or Whole Foods. They're $4.99 at both places. And then I get my vases in bulk at the dollar store. Yes. And then I, it's so, yeah, again, so thoughtful, Mm -hmm. so thoughtful because also I don't know about you, but I'm not trying to do everything at the holidays, y'all. I'm not trying to be everything, do everything. Mm -mm. You know, those lists on Pinterest that went around, they're still really popular of like the bingo of all the things you're going to do during the holidays. Don't get me wrong. I want to like, I want to like enjoy my season, but I don't want to be so worn out by thinking I'm not doing enough Mm -mm. or, Mm -mm. or feel like I'm missing out. No, I don't roll Mm -mm. like that. So no. the few little things I can do, I want to do well and with love and with a generous spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel that. No thank you to the to the list. I feel like my whole life is a to-do list. I really don't want to oh, do that in my right? social time. You know what I mean? Like I'm right? like, oh. But I know that really does work for some people who are like, let's have fun and we're going to go apple picking and then we're going to do this and Friendsgiving this day and I don't know what else you guys do who do these fun things. I was like that in my 20s, and I had, like, list of things, and it was so fun, and I really enjoyed it. And then I don't know what happened after 30, but I was like, I can't do that no more. But also you had more margin, right? You probably had a little For sure. And energy, so now it, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's so true, though, of just being realistic because I think so much feelings of shame and a feeling of a failure – when you don't live up to what you think this should look like. I also just want to say, y'all, you know, last Christmas, last holiday season, we all had permission to just stay home. Right. And this year, we kind of feel the pressure to make it somewhat what it used to be. And you're free from that. We will sign your permission slip from Tiffany and Ashley. You do not have to do just what you did in 2019. And it obviously is going to look different than last year. But, you know, be with who you want to be with. But still, let, let it be something new and different. I'm just... I mean, y'all know we're all about releasing expectation, but I think especially this holiday season, I can't imagine the pressure of all the things that were canceled last year, all the Christmas parties and all the traditions that you might feel like, okay, we need to do all of it now because Mm -hmm. we didn't do it last year. And that might really backfire on you and might really wear you down and keep you out of your window of tolerance, Mm -hmm. (laughs) as Andy taught us. Mm -hmm. And so just being able to be honest with what you can handle because – Come with the holidays. You'll have all the different personalities and different expectations of people even under your own household yeah. and and per- perhaps your church community, if you're part of a house of worship, whatever it may be. There's expectations coming at you every which way, mm-hmm. and you don't have to be all things to all people. You would really, really don't. I feel like that was something that I did spend my 20s doing is learning how to say no and learning mm. that no isn't a mean word. And not a word to feel bad about. It's like, no, actually, I just, I will come see this group of people another time because the holidays are supercharged. And many people are dealing with seasonal blues and Mm -hmm. we have body trauma memories and things that come up. And we're like, why do I feel so sad at the end of the year? Why do I feel so angry at the end of the year? Why do I feel, you know, like I want to isolate at the end of the year? And if that's you and you're dealing with that, that's a very normal thing. And it can be seasonal and attached to memories from your past or connections that you used to have or, Mm -hmm. you know, good or bad things that used to happen, loss 
of things that used to happen, all of that can just be stored around this season. And so no is a really powerful word for you because you are allowing yourself the freedom and the margin to do what you're actually able to handle. And I think it's so important that each of us journey to this place where we can do it. And it it really does matter. And, you know, we say often no is a complete sentence (laughs) and it's okay if you feel like, man, if I go hang out with these family members on Christmas, it's going to be terrible. If I do this on Thanksgiving, it always makes me feel awful. It takes me three days to recover. Why Mm -hmm. are you still going? And if you are, if you feel like, you know what, I do actually still want to go. Can you change that boundary? If lunch is at 12, don't go at 10, you know, and hang out Mm -hmm. all day and watch the football game. Go at 12 o'clock and leave at 1.30. And it's a perfectly good amount of time. And will people in your family or your friend circle feel upset about your boundaries? Probably. But that's okay. You know, you got to do what's best for your mental health. And I don't think any of us should underestimate the weight of what we've been carrying the last two years. And I think that, you know, I I know I've been talking a lot about this, but, you know, grace is so important to me right now because I can't do the things that I used to do. And I don't care. It's like, who, who am I trying to do them for? Right. Why, why do I want to return to where I was? I don't, I want to be where I am and journey towards where I'm going. And I think if we give ourselves permission to be in reality and be present where we are and be connected to our emotions, connected to our body and figuring out what it is that we really need. And of course that doesn't give us license to just be selfish and be a jerk to everyone. Certainly not what I'm saying, but it's also just the freedom to go, you know what? My mental health is this right now. My emotional state is this right now. My physical state is this right now, and I'm going to make my good decisions in light of that. And it's an okay thing to do, and we encourage it. 100%. I love that you specifically spoke to agency. No gives you agency. Yes, correct. And it's a reminder that you are allowed to differentiate from your family or from your uh, your people if, if need be. And I think for many of us in our family systems, we might have been shamed for putting up boundaries because we're seen as cold or uncaring or not invested in our family. And in reality, we are listening to our body. We are working through our own stuff and trying to create boundaries that we can live with and honor what we need. And that's okay. You are not a shameful person because you need to say no to people that you love. But for that, whether it's Judy or Carl, I don't care who it is. I'm bringing that back. I'm bringing that back. But I'm, I'm a real talk. Y'all. I think, um, I mean, in my family and in uh, my extended family, the amount of shame my husband and I have endured because we put up boundaries, healthy boundaries, and that was seen as a lack of love. And it was no, and there was no intent to hurt anyone or harm anyone. We didn't choose to, to, and we were, like you said, we weren't rude about it, but you have to be, you have to be true to what you need and what you can actually handle. And I think, what, what we speak to can induce a lot of shame, a lot of shame. And you don't have to live like that. And, and just like you said, I think the holidays, we start to get low-key anxious. And we're like, why? Why am I so anxious? Because we know the expectations and the shame that could potentially be heaped upon us is, is coming down the pike. And it's like, nope, step back. Mm-hmm. It's a new day. It's a new day. You are allowed to be your own person and differentiate from the people around you and honor your needs and, and, on, and again, what you can actually handle. I love that. Thank you for sharing. And I'm so sorry that's been your experience too. I, I think that so many people do deal with that. And I'm really glad that you shared that. Um, I wanted to read some funny things to you guys. 
Um, is that okay, Tiffany? Really quick. Get it, girl. So All right. So I often think about these letters to Santa that kids write because my kids write them and put them in the post office and do the whole thing every oh. year. Oh, look at you, Mama. Go. I know. My All mom right. started it. But I found these hilarious letters the other day, and they're Dear God letters written from children. And I wanted to read you guys a couple of them just to make you laugh because part of holiday survival is all the things we've talked about, boundaries, saying no, figuring out nice gifts to bring, figuring out how long you're going to be at a social event, how to kick people out of your house. It's all of it. (laughs) And then also humor. You know, laughter is good. So here's a couple of these. Um, Dear God, I bet it is very hard for you to love all of everybody in the whole world. There are only four people in our family and I can never do it. Okay, two more. Dear God, maybe Cain and Abel would not kill each other so much if they had their own rooms. It works with my brother, Larry. Larry. <laughs> Dear God, did you mean for the giraffe to look like that or was it an accident, Norma? <laughs> I'm going to put this in our show notes this week so you guys can laugh. These are so oh. funny. I love that. And if you need if a they good had movie, their own rooms. Yes, oh it's goodness. perfect. And if you need a good movie, we just finished Red Notice on Netflix. Oh, so did we last night. Oh, us too. Yes. Oh, it is so good. So funny. You guys, we were in stitches. I mean, stitches. It, yes, it's fantastic. I feel the way about Red Notice, the way I felt about Issa Rae in Lovebirds. Like, it is so oh, good. that funny? Because Lovebirds is funny. I've definitely seen Lovebirds like 10 times already. So for sure it's funnier. But Red Notice is like one of those where you're like, oh, it's a lighthearted one. It's funny. It's enough action. Like I could watch mm-hmm. it again. So highly recommend that for Brian Reynolds, he, he's, he's, a, he's a funny dude. Yes. His I'll see anything he's in. Oh anything. my gosh. <laughs> Did you see the free guy? I didn't see that. No, I don't think so. Probably because I didn't hear out. about it. it. It was marketed to the like. It's like he's stuck in a video game. Oh, yeah. No, I never even heard of it. 2021, this year. See, guys, I've been under a rock. Because that is Ryan Reynolds, and I usually watch all of his stuff, but I did not see that one. I mean, honestly, unless it's streaming, I probably won't see it. And it was in the movie theater. Oh, yeah. No. Probably not going to see it. No. Now that we – you know what? Look at this. Look at the democracy of movies right now. We can do, you don't got to go to no movie theater. You, don't. you can pay for the low, low price of twenty one ninety nine and yeah. see it at your house. Sure will. <laughs> and make my, you know, 99 cent popcorn. I'm good. Yeah. I love yeah. doing it. In my way. jammies, in yes, my sweatpants. I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled, I'm thrilled about this new, new world order. New world don't order. Don't get triggered, y'all. Don't get triggered now. Don't. Don't. <laughs> Just don't do it. All right. We love y'all. We're going to be with you this holiday season. We are here for your holiday survival guide. We've got more Mm -hmm. gas in the tank. We're Mm going to cover it all. We're with you. These are crazy days. Mm -hmm. Wytho is with you, and we love you, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye, you guys. Hey, listeners. Remember to subscribe and comment. It helps others to find the show. To learn more about Tiffany's writing, speaking, or books, visit TiffanyBloom.com. To learn more about Ashley's writing, speaking, or books, visit AshAbercrombie.org. See you next week.